Hello everyone, welcome back to Neon Menace. I'm the host as always, Brian, Brian Dash, and um, I know we're posted both these videos in two separate videos, but I decided to combine them so you get the whole story without having to switch videos, and here are two ads. So, um, here's um, both of about the collab. Um, quick side note though. I actually tried doing this card before and we kept losing connection. So, um, this is another collab we've done to probably someone we can do that night. And I can't wait to do more. Also, I want you guys to know that, um, um, Eric's stuff from Land of the Shop People is amazing. If you want to learn anything about the creatures of the supernatural, that is the place you want to go. I've been watching some of his videos and they are amazing. So, I'm going to give four shout outs to different podcasters and two to, uh, two to um, a few YouTubers. So, first shout out obviously goes to Eric from Land of the Shop People. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Darkness Prevails and Freaky Folklore and Myths and Legends. My four favorite podcast platform, well, I said platforms, four favorite podcasts and for YouTube, I want to give a shout out to the Blue Collar Den. They're a they're a Christian YouTuber and they do lots of anthropomorphic animal art and I think that's real nice. It's, it's good and funny. I like it. And um, second one, drumroll please, goes to the Diamond Minecart, otherwise known as Dan TDM. And I'll give two more. Shout out to the Roxanne and Gregory show, hosted by Roxanne and Gregory. Check them out. And one last one. Now, I don't know if the video is still on there. I think they are. But um, a shout out to a very, very, very old podcast. I mean, not podcast. A YouTuber um, that I don't think they're making more videos. But if you like Mario Plus videos, check out that Mario Plus videos that clean. In every way, shape, or form. Shout out to Superdent Bros. I've been watching them ever since I was a kid. And, um, I don't know if they have any more videos, but I just want to let you guys know that. Even though um, I don't watch them hardly ever anymore, they hold a special place in my heart. So those are those shout outs before this video. Now, without further ado, I'm going to shut my mouth and let's begin. Testing, testing. Hey, I hear you. Yay! We actually hear each other this time. Where yep, hopefully we'll stay connected. <laughs> How did that happen? Like, was it like a glitch or like better internet or what? Yeah, it was a Monday. Ah, uh, normal Mondays. Gotta love it. <laughs> yep. So, um... We were talking about werewolves last time, weren't we? We were. 
You know what they used to call me back in like middle school and went all the way to high school and even now sometimes in college? What's that? They actually used to call me like Wolfman or like Wolfster or something like that. My nicknames had to do with wolves all the time. Nice, nice. You you have a collection of wolves, correct? Yeah, I used to have. Let's see, I used to have three necklaces that had to do with wolves. Nice, nice. My girlfriend got me for my sixteen. Uh, one I got, I think, two three years ago from my brother and sister's adoptive mother and father, and then one uh, to replace the one I lost that I bought myself. Okay. Yeah, um, I lost that one quite recently, and I'm still kind of upset about it. So sooner or later, I'm planning to go, you know, wolf it up, as I call it, which means wolf jacket, which are which I got in a numerous amount of those. Wolf bracelet, wolf necklace, and then a wolf ring. I call that, that's my style I call wolfing it up. Because I think it just sounds cool. You know? Hello? Hello? I think we lost connection again. Hold on. I'll take this. Hold on. Let's see. Hello, hello? Oh, there we go. Okay, good, good. We're still here. Okay, I'm not going to record in that room anymore. I'm going to go outside and record instead. All right, there you go. That was a good reception. <laughs> so, like I said, uh, I I have my own style called Wolfing It Up, and that's why I usually wear a jacket that has a wolf on it, a wolf necklace, wolf ring, and a wolf bracelet. I call that wolfing it up. That's my style. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's, a, it's so, almost like you're calling out your inner berserker. Yeah, man, with berserker, maybe that's my spirit animal, you know? It could be. It could be. Because there is rumors that I look similar to a Navajo chief in the past. So, I mean, he was a white Oh, really? Animal, but he was a Navajo chief. And he was. Okay. He was, animal was a wolf. Okay. Yeah. In fact, actually, the, way, the reason I love wolves actually came from a kind of weird dream I had, if you want to hear about it. Yeah, please tell me about it. Okay, you heard of the hellhound, right? Yep. Have you heard of the hellhound? Yeah. Yes, I've heard of hellhounds. Yep. Okay, so... This is how the dream began, all right? And it's so it was so surreal that for the longest time I thought it wasn't a dream, but I'm it's just like very odd and weird because a few years ago I actually had another encounter with the hellhound. Now I only okay. had eyes one time, so I don't want to do that two more times or I'm in trouble. <laughs> so what happened in the dream was I was like five or six in the dream, and I was like five or six in real life. I didn't even know about the Hellhound until uh, a few years later, but um, there was always this white wolf that would appear in the dream, and it was like, I think it was like Lily or Dazi or something like that. Okay. Hold on. It's a collab. I'm doing this in the podcast. Collab with another podcast. Oh, yeah. 
So in the dream, this this white wolf that always appeared in the name of okay, which is conveniently okay. called Lily. I can't remember the actual name, but I'm just gonna call her Lily because I can't remember the real name. But so time as time went on, me and Lily started to have this like relationship, not like a lovey dovey one, but you know, like a friendship. Okay. So. Along, she's a pretty good sized wolf, probably about like, like, I don't know, probably the size of like a PT, like the size of like the. Okay. About that tall. She was a pretty decent sized one. And in the dream, though, I heard banging on my door, like my bedroom door. And I opened it and found like. A pointed ear, Great Dane, not Great Dane, uh, St. Bernard kind of looking dog, but the giant St. Bernard with pointed ears, red, gold okay. eyes, and it attacked. Well, it would have, in the dream, I either would have died or been bitten if it wasn't for Lily, who jumped in the way, took a bite, and began to fight. And Lily had a blue collar in my dream, and so after the hellhound ran off, Lily chased after it. And in my dream, I went into the forest looking for Lily. And all I found was a blue collar covered in blood. And after, ever since then, I never had another dream about Lily. Oh. So a couple of years ago, I was watching Rent and Link. I think it was Rent and Link Last Meal, which I don't know if it's on YouTube. It used to be. So okay. it's the part where they're talking about this one woman who had like tubs of ice cream and stuff like strawberry ice cream for the last meal and I saw like this glowing white eyes outside. It wasn't red this time it was just like pure like dead white eyes outside. Okay. So I went outside and I saw like well I didn't go outside right then. I looked outside I turned on the porch light where I'm sitting right now and I saw this this is a face looking at me. I heard stories about like werewolves, hellhounds, night, night marchers, and I was freaking out. So I went outside and sure enough, there was a giant like St. Bernard with pointy ears but with white eyes instead of red eyes. Wow, that's crazy. And so I let it inside because I was dumb. You know? And it didn't do anything. Like It was just it was nice and peaceful, you know, it didn't attack. It just continued to watch me with this like intense stare. And it always like wait outside my room and then the very next day it'd be like it never was even existed. It'd be gone. Well that all changed one night. I went up and used the restroom in, in real life, you know, when I was awake. And after okay. I left my room, it bashed into my door. And the next morning after since I locked the door. The hinges would open. The door would be shredded on the outside, so I had to keep on getting these new doors from a friend of mine and putting them up. And every night, night after night, this thing or whatever it was, which I believe to be a hellhound, would keep on trying to get in through the door. Wow. Now, a lot of people say that's crazy that hellhounds don't exist, but then again, this. And this goes for every folklore, including werewolves and vampires. 
all legends, folklore, and and uh, you know myths all come from somewhere. So right. You can say that there wasn't one at one point or another. You know. No, I don't disagree with you at all. I, I, I quite agree. Yeah, a lot of times people don't believe until they actually have a personal experience of their own, you know? Yeah. Like, I remember a friend of mine, you heard of cat creatures, right? Uh, cat creatures? Yeah. I don't think I've actually have. Okay, so a cat creature, you know how in, you know how the wolfman is like, he has, like, the body and bone structure of a man, but he looks like a wolf. Right. Well, you heard of furries, right? Like, cat furries? Yep. It's almost like that, except instead of them wearing an anthropomorphic animal costume, it's actually a wolfman version of a cat. Well, it's different oh, okay. They, they don't change during a full moon. They can turn into, like, a two-legged cat animal thing, like, at will. I don't know if you ever played, like, Vampire Hunter or anything like that from the old RT games, but there's actually a cat creature in that that's featured. Okay. So, Interesting. That's pretty freaky. So, the only thing is, they don't bite. They don't bite. They, I mean, they will bite, but, like, they don't bite to change you into one. Unlike a werewolf that tries to, you know, bite you to make you change into one of their own, they try right. to change, Their bite will kill. They bite and scratch to kill. Not Sounds like a So technically, like a werewolf that had a very bad day. Oh. Yeah, so if you ever make a werewolf mad, uh, yeah, it'd be, it'd, it'd probably just kill you. That's what cat creatures do. Well, my buddy of mine said that he was actually outside one day and saw one of these in the forest. And a lot of people claim that I am a werewolf for multiple reasons. Number one, they say I howl like a werewolf. They say that um, I carry lots of stuff that has wolves on them, like rings, canes, and stuff. And most of what I have, is my wolf stuff is silver. Which, for some reason, they say werewolves, before they become werewolves, have silver stuff to keep them locked up. You know? Right. And I did, I did something that he said to turn you into a werewolf. And no, I'm not talking about drinking out of a wolf paw print. You know the old saying, even a man who is pure of heart and says his prayers by night may become a wolf when the wolf band blooms and the autumn moon is bright? Yep. Well, I read online that if you hold your palms up to a harvest moon, like a full moon that's a harvest moon, and say that, that that would actually turn you into a werewolf. So Interesting. I, I've, heard, I've heard that legend. Huh? I said I, I have heard that legend before. So that's what I did. I went on the front. I went to the back porch. The moon was shining straight down upon me. Palms held up and tried that. And people have been saying that not only my physical appearance is starting to change. Like they said, my teeth seem to be a little sharper, which I have no idea about that, but, like, I just tested this out. They said my teeth look sharper, my fingernails were growing super, like, kind of sharp and faster than usual, and my facial hair was trying to fill in, which, which a line says that is all the sign 
of turning into a werewolf that will affect your appearance as a human, not just as a wolf. You know what I mean? Right, right. And how long does the process take for it to complete itself before you're completely changed into a full-fledged werewolf? Well, usually it's take about a week or two, you know? Okay. So apparently you have to get through like a full moon cycle. So I guess that may be a week or two, like a month, you know? Right. Um. Apparently, though, if you're, if you're a werewolf and you get bit by a werewolf, that will actually cure you of your werewolf form. Like you'd be cured. Like so, say, say I was bit by some werewolf called Billy Brannigan. Okay, we'll just say that. We'll say later on, me and Billy Brannigan got in a fight as wolves, and I bit him. That would not only cure me; that would cure him, because apparently, if you bite the werewolf that bit you, so like if you turn into a werewolf because the werewolf bit you, and then you go right back and bite the other werewolf, that will change you and him. And cure you of your werewolf form, with them still being alive. Okay. So, in other words, a way—the one way to cure a werewolf without actually killing the werewolf. Okay. Okay. Because you know most. So it's kind of. So it's kind of like taking the venom of a rattlesnake and using the venom as an anti-venom to save yourself from the poison. Yeah, pretty much exactly the exact same way. Okay, okay. So, what was that question you asked me? Like, how long does it take? Yep. So, yeah. So, it takes about a month from what I read online. Uh, however, I do know this, um, though. For the first few days, you're a werewolf. You know, like, the first moon, before the first moon cycle was up, before you're full-fledged, you're more or less kind of like a puppy, you know? Okay. So you're more playful, less mean, more less malicious, but you act weird and you talk. You'll talk kind of more, a little more like challenging or rude, you know, like a display of dominance. And you'll have this like extreme, like craving for super rare stuff. Like, like me, for instance. Um, call me crazy, but I believe that I might be a form of a werewolf. I did some research online, and it says that um, not all people who turn into werewolves become, like, werewolves that shift. There is okay. a kind of werewolf, they say, where the werewolf doesn't shift, but has all the instincts of, like, a, like, instincts of a werewolf. You know what I mean? Like okay. That. They say that actually not well actually they to cure you as a puppy. So you know the old saying, you know, I don't know what happened, but I lost connection on son. Oh no, actually it uh it it looks like there's a fifteen minute uh limit on recording, so it actually uh cut it off, so Oh. Uh, yeah, because all of a sudden it, it, the screen popped up and said, great job, your recording's done. I'm like, okay, must be a time limit on how long you could do it. Recording session was up, 15 minutes. Next yeah, about 15 minutes.
so for a quick recap, uh, we're talking about werewolves. Uh, I have proclaimed that I believe I was a werewolf, and we're talking about like different ways of curing a werewolf and how a month-long thing, and uh, until the moon cycle is up and the new one starts, you are a puppy werewolf if you were big, right? Okay, right. Okay. So, technically, what would end up happening to these werewolves and people is that silver bullet, silver stick, knife, or mercury, they said, would be a way to kill off a werewolf. Okay? Right. But there was a legend that if you had a silver stick and you hit them when they're a puppy, you didn't have to hit them so hard. Like, you had to hit them hard, like, black, like they black out hard, but not hard as in, like, hard enough to kill them, you know? Right. And um, I actually talked to this one person. Uh, I don't believe in, like, I'm not, like, really into going to medium, but I wouldn't know what the mediums, you know, think of werewolves. So I actually know that a few of them believe in, you know, werewolves like I do. And I asked right. them, how do you, how are these ways of curing the werewolf? Yeah, so if, if a werewolf bites you and then you bite the same werewolf that bit you, that you change. And I said, well, is there a way where you, where the werewolf ends up alive? And you know what the medium said to that? What's that? Most people don't want the werewolf alive. <laughs> right, right. I know. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. So um, I'm like, okay, cool. I'm glad to know that if I'm a werewolf, I'm screwed. So thank you very much for clearing that up. I need to, I need to make sure I don't, I need to hope I don't shift at night. Hopefully I'm one of those wolves that is, uh, what they call those, like gnolls? Or the, is it gnoll? Is that how they call it? Gnoll? Like, uh, yeah, something like that, yeah. Gnoll or like a, I don't think it's bloodling, is it? Because like, isn't a bloodling like you're born into wolf form? That I don't know. That I'm not sure. I know there's no. I think there's gnolls, bloodlings, and halfies. Which a halfy means your mother was a werewolf, but your father was like human or vice versa. They call those half. And usually a halfy, if, if mated or married with someone else, like a human, uh, right? They would be human offspring. And even if they married a werewolf the chance of them having a, just a plain human offspring was very, very high. Because most werewolves would change, like, at, what, 14 if they were in the bloodline? If I remember correctly? Kind of like a vampire? Okay. Like, when they turn teenagers, I believe vampires and werewolves alike. And I don't know if, like... I mean, this is a question for you, what I'm about to ask, because... I know a little about the supernatural and mostly about werewolves and maybe a tiny bit about vampires, but I'm not 100% sure about, like, like how they feel towards each other, you know? Because all my information I have, as embarrassing and as shameful as it may sound, comes from Twilight. Yeah, you heard me right. So, and vampires both have kind of like a uh, hatred towards each other, or is it or is that just like for the movie? I think that's more just for uh, the movies. Because I've heard because I have read online that a vampire bite, similar to a werewolf bite or a werewolf scratch, 
is actually deadly towards a vampire, and a vampire bite is deadly towards a werewolf. And that those two would sometimes get on, you know, each other's nerves, but they wouldn't kill each other. You know, they would probably fight each other, but they wouldn't try to kill each other. You know? Right. Because they all are part of the moon, I believe, is what how the medium told them. Like, they would fight, but they would not kill because they're all part of the moon goddess, which I believe is uh, Artemis, if I remember correctly. Okay. So, that's what I have heard, that they don't really kill each other, like in Twilight, or try to kill each other in Twilight, or fail miserably, like, both times, because... I've seen Twilight, and I haven't seen anyone kill the other, except like in the last battle between the evil were- the evil vampires and then the werewolf and normal vampires. Okay. Because I also know that the werewolves and vampires don't try to kill the humans. They try to withstand their bl- the bloodlust, you know? Right. And... So, like, we, we and my buddies do this, and so I'm going to do it with you, all right? So, um, we ask each other, if we were, had a choice of being one supernatural creature, what would it be? Um, I say werewolf, you know, because they have a long lifespan, you know, and they're right. more powerful and more protective with the thick fur. That and werewolves are just, let's face it, they're awesome. I guarantee you that if I went to prom and I was dating a werewolf, I'd be like, that'd be like the best thing to happen. I mean, imagine you come home from work, all right, and like you have a coworker who's just like the worst person in the world, right? And you and so your werewolf wife's like, "How was work today? Oh, it was fine." David just kind of, kind of like, like I don't know, tore up all my hard work, and then your wife's like. Oh, that reminds me. I have to go out for groceries. Uh, please stay here and don't follow. And then David doesn't appear next day. You know. I mean, granted that that'd be like really bad for like any reason whatsoever. But that would be one of probably the best ways to get your terrible coworker off your back. I mean, if it was me and that was the problem, I'd be like. Can you just scare him? Like, don't kill him, but I'll let you bite him if you want, you know? Turn him into a werewolf. Right. Just don't don't kill him. You can bite him, just don't kill him. So, my question for you is, like, what would your, like, supernatural, what would you be if you could be one supernatural creature, what would you want to be? I could be one supernatural creature. What would I be? Oh, that's a great question. Um, oh, gosh, I don't know. I don't know. That that's kind of a hard one. I've studied so many supernatural creatures. I don't know. I would probably say. Gosh, I don't know. That's that's a great question. Maybe, maybe, gosh, man, that's, that's, uh, that's making me think. I'm getting a few running through my head, but. Okay, so the ones that you would 
choose um well like what are the ones you like the final ones you would that's like on the board of like these is probably where I want to be more so, you know, like what are your final picks like out of all the ones you have picked so far, like which ones are you trying to decide against like to or to not become? Like what are the ones that pop into your mind of what that or a possibility that you'd like to be? Uh, let's see. I would say, you know, maybe an Azdadea, which is a, uh, which is kind of a Slavic version of a dragon. It's uh, like a three-headed uh, winged dragon. So that kind of sounds like uh, the Hydra from the Greek mythology. Almost, almost. It's um, uh, it, it kind of, but it, it it fits more in the old traditional dragon stories where they were they what? Hold on. That is connection again. Hold on, fun fun bird connection. I don't know if you can hear me, but Let's see. I'll try to go back inside and see if that brings it up. Okay. Hold on. Is that better? I can I can hear you. Okay, I hear you. So as you're saying, the dragon is like what? Well, you know, uh, kind of like a traditional dragon where uh, it, you know, it has a lair in the in the mountains where it hoards its gold and treasure. Uh, you know, uh, eat virgins and all that, and they're known to uh, control the weather and, um, you know, just. Uh, fire breathing. It's just an uh, interesting creature out of Slavic folklore. Actually, I might want to change my choice. So, uh, another question is this that um, my, my, my guys asked. Um, if you had to choose one creature as a like, or like if you already have like a soulmate, like if they were to be one creature, what would you prefer them to be out of all the folklore? Again, I think mm. the werewolf. Um, a mermaid. Mermaid. Yeah, absolutely. Isn't it like if they like a siren or like a mermaid? Mermaid. Well. If you go with traditional mermaid stories, they are quite scary creatures. They're they're basically the stories that you hear about sirens are actually mermaids. Well, uh, mermaids are not the, nice creatures. Well, a lot of stories about like sirens is that they can change form and look extremely beautiful. Right. But they're but when you close but they're sirens, you'll see their true form. Correct. And yeah, you use the lure sailors adrift and stuff like that so they can devour them. Poor sailors. I feel bad for them. Right? I don't know. The the sea is a scary place, even in even in the real world. 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, I have heard, like, some mermaids that are not sirens are... They don't look like sirens, but, like, there are some mermaids that, that tales have been told where they would actually look like all mermaids and sirens would look like, you know, have, you know, have the trunk of a woman, face of a woman, and a fish body. But the way you could tell the difference is that a mermaid evil from newer or or something folklore like right. you ever saw on Strangers Tides Pirates of the Caribbean right there's a scene in there where there's all these sirens and there's one siren that isn't a siren she's good she's nice she's a mermaid right right yeah I think I remember that and she saved this one sailor from his certain doom when this fiery beam from the lighthouse fell and hit him. And she saved him from practically dying. Right, right. Yeah, no, most of the mermaid stories I know about, at least within folklore, especially in like Northern European and Western European, usually it's not... Mermaids are not all that great of creatures, but they they are kind of interesting. And uh, I don't know. I was just picking something random. I'm not sure there's so many uh, creatures you can pick from. Yeah. So I am going to have to. I'm sorry, Rosa. No, I was going to just say I'm going to have to probably wrap this up here in uh, in a few seconds because our recording's almost done. And I'm actually going to have to go to bed because 4 o'clock comes early. <laughs> yeah, it's the same with me, brother. All right. But I've enjoyed this interview quite a bit, so I really, really appreciate you having me come on to your show, and I'm glad it actually worked out this time. I'm glad it did, too. We need to do it again soon. We will. We will. Hey, and thanks for the shout-out, too, for the Land of the Shadow People podcast that you did uh, uh, the other day. I really appreciate it. No problem, brother. All right. You have a good night. You too. Well, that's the Palladium. Thank you for watching this video. If you like it, you're gonna punch all the buttons just like a boss. Please also remember to subscribe and um, follow on the Land of the Shadow People by Eric. And of course, guys, if you want more videos from me, do not worry. Can we hold up a fiction addiction? I hope to do more collabs soon. Also, I want to let you all know that you should also look into the shadows because this world, it's a strange one. And you need to keep your eyes peeled out there because the madness never ends. Well, part one. Now I'm going to howl. I need your help. Ready? One, two, three. Here we go. I should get more videos out tomorrow. That's my day off. Until then, I'll see you all next time in the next video. Be safe out there. Because monsters lurk in the shadows. Shadows is the land of madness.